Okay. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm very pleased to have Haley and Michael as my two guests. Welcome Exploring Art Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about an artist named Christo and a little bit of background info before we dive into the case study is that Christo was a renowned Bulgarian-born American artist known for his large-scale environmental installations that often involved wrapping buildings, bridges, and landscapes in fabric or other materials. He was born on June 13th in 1935 and passed away recently in May of 2020. His wife and artistic partner was Jeannie Cloud, and she was commonly referred to as Jeannie. Um, she was born on June 13th in 1935, the same day as Christo, and they worked together on all of their projects until her death in 2009. Their collaborations were groundbreaking in the world of contemporary art, and my favorite work of theirs was Surround Islands, which they made in 1983. Well, it was completed in 1983. Um, both Christo and Jeannie surrounded several islands in Miami's Biscayne Bay with pink fabric. This work transformed the islands into vivid floating sculptures, blending art with the environment and inviting the community to engage with the project. It really made the islands look like they were just kind of floating on pink masses. It was really cool. And just to know that it was done in Florida and super nearby was also pretty cool. So this type of collaborative and large-scale art is always a spectacle, and that was the main reason I really loved it. And now to jump into our case study. Okay, um, the recent projects of the contemporary artist Christo, such as Running Fence, Valley Curtain, Surrounded Islands, and Pont Neuf Wrapped, which consist of hundreds of thousands of yards of fabric or plastic draped or hung over natural features of the earth have taken many years from conception to realization. To some extent, this is because the projects are controversial and have required permission from various government and private agencies for their construction. But Christo is fully aware that his projects will raise these issues and insists that the work of art is not merely the physical object finally attained, but the whole process. The surveys, the engineering, the leasing, the fabricating, the assembling, the hearings, and the rest of it. Every complex work of art, from Michelangelo's sculptures to Steven Spielberg's films, requires a long process of planning and realization. Suppose Michelangelo has had said that his sculptures were not merely the physical object finally attained, but the whole process. Cutting the marble blocks at Carrara, shipping them to Florence, and settling the controversies over the final location of the statue. Or suppose that Spielberg insisted that even a delay in filming due to a severe storm or a strike by the electrical workers was part of the work of art, part of the film he was making. Are these three cases similar, or can a case be made that Christo's work, unlike traditional art or even contemporary art in established media, ceases to be the mere physical construction on a natural site, but a project with extended temporal bodies, whereby the social context of its realization takes on an aesthetic import? So 
having heard the case study and background on Christo and his wife and their artworks, what do you guys think about the argument that art is the sum of a larger process? Um, I would say that I think art is the whole process and not just the final product, especially in the case of like Michelangelo. Um, he's talked about how like with his statues and stuff like that, that when he creates these statues that he's not, you know, sculpting something completely new. He's pulling back the marbles to reveal the form that was within it already, something that was already in the marble that he's uh, just bringing into life, not something that he's necessarily creating from scratch. And I think that influence, that mindset that the that he has influences the art and its final, um, its final, you know, project and stuff like that. And uh, I think also, you know, in the case of Christo and stuff like that, having to, you know, get permission for these pieces of art, that's a really big uh, part of the process. And also how art can deteriorate over time. You know, paintings, they get wear and tear on them, statues get cracks in them and they become broken. And over time, I think that influences the art and the story that it tells. Like a painting that's completely bright and vivid is different than the same painting 20 years down the line if it's like doled out any or has any uh, water damage on it or anything like that those are two different stories and I think that art continues to change meaning over time you know politically or just aesthetically because of the way that because of the process that it goes through and I think art is something that changes over time it's never just the one a final product because it doesn't look like that for its entire lifespan uh even in the case of steven spielberg and movies and stuff like that with you know the strike that's going on and stuff for actors that's going to influence the films that had to be put on pause because the actors are not going to look the same at the end of the strike as they did maybe when the movie started filming or uh movie companies that aren't affected by the strike as much such as a24 because they're an independent studio you know, they, their films are not as affected by this, but it still works in as part of the art and um, the way that they create the films. So I would say that it is the entire process. It is, you know, it's every part of the art, uh, especially because art can be so political. I think that, you know, the political circumstances of the time affects art and, how we perceive it. Um, honestly, I feel like that's such a good point. Like um, when you brought up like at the end about how the political or like how the political um, times kind of, you know, affect the way that we view art and the way that we, um, I guess, sort of interpret it. Because, you know, us standing in the present day in 2023, we might look at a work of art that was completed in the 70s and have, you know, our opinion on it. And somebody who was alive in that time or alive in the 60s and in the 50s and, you know, got to see that same exact piece of art, but saw it from their perspective of what was going on in the country at that time, what was going on in the world, economically, so many different things that are... um 
you know, just affected by present day and that change from, you know, one year to the next or from one decade to the next really do have a significant impact on how we perceive art and what art means to us. And I honestly feel like that kind of, you know, also plays a role in, um, you know, the answering the case study of like, is art the whole process or is it just the final piece? Um, because I kind of see it both ways. I see it as both the process and the final work of art. And I think that even that perspective might have a lot to do with, you know, what's happening in the world around me right now. And, you know, things that may have happened in the past 10 years that affect, you know, me to think that art is maybe, you know, both the final piece and the process. Whereas Christo may have, you know, seen a lot of different things and experienced a lot of different political environments and economic environments that affected his point of view to see it as the whole process and maybe him having to go through the process of getting permits and funding to create these large scale you know installations really pushed him to see the whole process as art whereas I may only see the final the final piece the I guess the the snapshot of it or the pictures of it I only see that as the art you know, so I think it's really cool that we both have, uh, I guess, just like different opinions, but I sort of the same because I agree with what you said about um, everything kind of affecting how we perceive art and everything affecting the process and it, how it all kind of just comes together to make that bigger picture. Yeah, so I agree with both of you guys on that, but I feel like I kind of have um, an opposing view towards that um i just kind of feel like i would only kind of want to see the final form of the art um like i want to see like let's say like for painting or something like that um you know the artist has put in like their heart and their soul to every brush stroke and um every color choice and every detail and i feel like that should be showcased in this final stage so like when it's presented in this final stage, you can kind of experience the artist's message with like crystal clarity and not have like any um, questions behind that. So it's like, I'm going to try, try to compare it to like reading like a book. It's kind of like you're reading like a novel and like a novel, every sentence is carefully chosen, right? Like it's not kind of just um, put there and it's not read over. Like it's looked over multiple times and like it's, perfect for this novel so like the, the artist has kind of distilled their vision into the piece so you're kind of able like to to connect with it like in the most straightforward way possible so like there's no room for any confusion now um so i feel like i kind of disagree with that um also i feel like another reason that i can bring to you guys um is like let's compare it to like like a movie also right like i kind of want you guys to understand me here like <clears throat> so like an arts impact is kind of like a movie's uh like climax right where like all the plot lines and emotions reach their peak like it's in its final stage so you get the full immersive experience it's like it's like being like on a roller coaster and feeling that rush as you hit like the highest point when the art truly grabs your attention, like without knowing, like at, like at its final stage. So that's kind of like my my viewpoint on that. 
you know. Um, I, I kind of like focusing on like the final stage also, like aesthetically wise too. You know, like everything is just perfectly balanced. It's, it's kind of like a like a masterpiece, and every detail is like thoughtfully placed. Honestly, like I, I definitely understand your point of view too because, um, you know, like the case study you mentioned, Michelangelo and his sculptures, and, um, like everybody or for the most part, everyone knows who Michelangelo is. Um, you know, an Italian Renaissance artist. born in the 1400s from Italy, and it talks about, um, you know, the process of the marble getting cut in one region of the world and then getting shipped to another, and then him having to, um, you know, actually create the final sculpture, which were these, like, huge, intricate pieces of art or, you know, sculptures of people, the way that they were portrayed in art at the time, and having to finally decide who was going to get the final piece. I think that it's... Um, Cases like that, when I look at Michelangelo, that I'm like, you know, maybe the art is just the final piece. Maybe it is just the final sculpture, because looking in, how can we say that, um, you know, simply getting the marble cut in one place and getting it shipped to somewhere else is part of the art process. But then it's I think that's why it's such a, an interesting topic or an interesting debate, because I see it like, you know, there's two perspectives to um to all of it so in Michelangelo's case I would definitely say that you know art is maybe just that final piece it's just the final sculpture but then when I do look at work like Christos which we um you know did a lot of research on and just seeing the links that he had to go to to go from you know an idea in his mind to having it finally executed and having it being this huge um like you know unworldly installation I, I can't help but think that maybe in that case, it is the whole process and it is, you know, going from just an idea on a piece of paper to having it actually done just because of all of the things that he had to do to get the art to come to life. And, you know, I imagine during that whole process that there's setbacks and there's, um, you know, obstacles that he has to face along the way. But ultimately, all of that comes together. And I think Haley also said too like it's reflected in his work and the final art piece is um a reflection of the artist and everything that the artist had to do to create that final piece and in cases like Christo's where it's a very long process and it takes months or it takes years um it's very hard for me to argue that um that the whole thing isn't part of the spectacle of it I I don't know. What do you guys think? If he were able to create that same piece of art in, let's say, six hours or eight hours, would it still be as interesting and shocking? And, you know, would it still have all of the same, uh, I guess, spectacle that makes it so like cool to look at and what makes it such a great piece of art? Would you say that it holds that same quality if it were made in much less time and it, you know, didn't take as many obstacles? Well, I think um, I think that art is the entire process. But I think what Michael said about you know movies have a climax or roller coasters have a peak. I think that that's also like a really interesting thing to take into account because I think most artists are probably making their art with the intention of them being viewed right after they're completed and in that peak state. And I think it's important to take that into account when we're talking about art and stuff like that. And also, I mean. 
if we're taking into account how long art takes for it to be, you know, perceived as, is it the whole process or not? There's also people like, you know, in more modern art and stuff like that, um, that may not take as long and also like drip painting and stuff like that, things that, you know, Jackson Pollock is really famous for and, and paintings where they just fill a giant bucket up and let it like swing over the art and stuff like that, you know, that might not be that might not take very long to do, but I think in that particular case, I think the process is really important because it's so process heavy because it's such an, a different way to do art, you know, doing the drip painting and stuff like that. So I think both perspectives are really important and, you know, whether or not art is the whole process or not, I think there's always like a, a peak moment that artists have in mind for their art to be viewed, which is really important as well. Yeah, also, I also agree with you, Haley. Um, there's, I would agree, like, I feel like there's, like, different, um, like, methods of, or, like, like different artworks where, like, it will lead to, like, all right, like, this artwork is going to be, like, the whole process, like, that drip painting you were talking about. Like, they are going to understand how that's, like, a whole process where, you know, people would enjoy to watch that and to kind of know um, and kind of, like, see like the artwork come into life so like in that perspective like I, I would agree with you like that I would like to see like the whole process and to know about the whole process behind the paint like the meaning behind it so I feel like I I would have to agree with um with that with what you said yeah Honestly, I just think it's super, I guess, like, super cool that, you know, even though you guys have different views on it, there's so many things that you, like, so many viewpoints or uh, just points in general that you guys kind of share. Um, and I think that's what makes, like, discussing discussing art and questions, like, the ones that were posed in the case study, it's what makes it so interesting is that, you know, even in our debate and in our talking, we might have different opinions, but because um, art is just so subjective and it is very personable, personal, personable, sorry, um, very personable, I feel like there's always going to be things that we're going to agree on. And on the same note, like, you know, there's going to be things that we disagree on, but just to hear everybody's like differing opinion and be able to get everybody's perspective on it is... It's just really cool. I feel like I'm always um I'm always being challenged to think outside of the box. And both of you guys brought up things that made me kind of look at the case study a little bit differently than I would have otherwise. Yeah. Um I agree with that. I you know, I, I really I really like hearing the different the, the different perspectives on this topic, you know. Um I'm in two different views on everything and I understand that people have their own perspectives on things and like hearing and learning about your own opinions you know it's just good to hear and um yeah i'm really i'm really happy with this topic that we picked or that got brought to us excuse me yeah and i think art is so um objective in itself like what people even define as art or what they don't define as art that having conversations about it is always important because there's so many wide-ranging perspectives about you know is is modern art even art you know can we consider something like that you know art um and there's so many different ways to view everything so
I think it was really interesting to have this conversation about art and the process of art and where art kind of start and stops. And just a little bit more on like um, on art and artists like um, Christo. Um, he is considered a contemporary artist. And when we talk about contemporary art, we're talking about art that's made in the present era. And it's, you know, often characterized by different styles and forms and mediums, a lot of things that are used presently that weren't used 100 years ago, or, you know, even further back um, to 300, four years ago. So I think it's just important for us to, you know, identify that um, what type of art or what um, period of artwork we're talking about. So, um, yeah, I think it was super interesting to be able to um, answer the questions posed in the case study with you guys and get a better understanding of what you guys think and kind of form a more well-rounded opinion on it myself. So thank you guys so much. Um, so I want to thank you for joining us so much today, um, Michael and Haley. I really appreciate it. And this concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious.